Hi guys, it's your one and only real key pillow. For people just hearing of me, I'm a podcaster that wants to inform people about Nigerian history. One podcast at a time. My podcast is to help people learn more about Nigerian history. To support uh, to support my podcast, you can go to apps such as Curiocaster, Fountain, and many more to give me current Bitcoin payments. Without further ado, let's start the episode. From now on, I decided to give you guys fun Nigerian facts before we start the episode. Do you know Nigerian Americans are the third most educated people in America? I'm not surprised to hear this since Nigerians are some of the hardest workers I know. Many more fun facts every Wednesday. Without further ado, let's start the episode. In this episode, I've decided to talk about the Nari Empire. The Nari Empire is one of the oldest empires in Nigeria. Nari was the southeast Nigeria, the Anabra state, which was before known as Nari. The Nari Empire has historical footprints dating back to as early as AD 900 and is in currently existence. The Nari Empire was a blueprint for the Igbo tribes. The empire influences the culture and religion heavily. The origins of the of the Nari Empire is vague. It is said that the Nari, who was the founder of the Nari clan and his brother Aguleri, traveled traveled um, to Nari from Anabra River Valley with his father Uri, who was the cultural head of the Igbos. Another Igbo mythology theory says that Nari was sent by a divine god um, called the Chukwu. To provide food for the Igbo people, make peace, and cleanse abominations. There's another theory that says he was a grandson of Jacob, a biblical character. Eri was not the high priest in Egypt. I'm sorry. Eri was a high priest in Egypt until the mass exodus of the Israelites. He sensed the Egyptians were not friendly to the Israelites. Because of this, he crossed the Nile River. He traveled all the way to South Sudan, then traveled to Chad. He crossed the Benin River, then traveled to Lake Lokocha. He then moved to River Niger and traveled to Izu and the Omala Rivers. It was at this time he revealed to himself and realized that he wanted to settle. Putting origins aside, let's talk about his history after he arrived. At the time of his arrival, Ibi had two wives. Their names were Obali and Iniamaku. They both gave him five children. Nari, Agululu, Ogudu, Onugu, and Obudi, the tribes of uh, Niamaka, while Obudu, while Obudi only produced one child named Onuja. Onuja was thought to have some vision of the empire since she made present day Igala in Igogi state. His firstborn was also produced five children, growing up with royal blood. Many of his siblings produced children. But in my opinion, the most influential descendants of the children are Igwedu, who formed the now known Omo Igwedu clan. The first no, the first born Nari was a spiritual priest like his father. He settled in Agolu Iwa Iri, and he was located in the thick forest now known as the present day Nari kingdom. He survived through hunting and farming and was amazing and a dedicated priest to his father's legacy. After Iri died, his son Agulu took over, which is why the name Aguleri formed. It was from that time that Igbos multiplied 
spread and founded more Igbo communities, creating the Nuri Empire. The legend of Nuri and his family doesn't just die in history books, but lives on mythology and stories. The legends of the king were brought from upcoming kings, who were also called Izi Nuri. The first reign of the Izi Nuri occurred sometime between 11th and 13th century. Historians E. Um, e. Lokuchuku Ozoku reasons that the new king drafts his lineage back to the Uri and Nuri as part of royal blood and as a show of allegiance to the role of to the role of the Nuri king the Inkenga chooses the next Nuri Izi Nuri he is recognized by the public and must not retain a father that is still alive before being crowned he must demonstrate that he is a selection of Chukwu, God, and Iri, founder of the Nuri, and the Nuri, and the uh, Niyajiji, the ancestors, and Alusi, the spirits. They do this through their revolutions and concepts. Each Nuri drafts his ancestry to Iri and experiences a ritual occurrence of Nuri before coming Izi Nuri. During the practice, the Izi Nuri is honored as already deceased and any funeral funeral rite that would have been accorded to him when he dies would be performed as an element of the coronation process if he had a wife and children they would penetrate into a condition of mourning as they would as they would act as if he existed dead on becoming the easy nervy he is no longer thought of as who he used to be behind this traditional burial he must go to Aguilari to acquire a clump of clay from the footing of Anabra River. This clay must be used to assemble the ritual pot, Odudu, for the section of the Nuri, Minuri. After this long process, he is finally pronounced king, handed the Ofo, which means spiritual symbol of power, and saluted as an Igwe, which means heavenly one. After his decease, he will be buried installed in the wood-lined enclosure. After, his, after the demise of Easy Nervi, there is a common intergram period. During this time, it is anticipated that the next Easy Nervi is revealed through supernatural signs. The Easy Nervi leadership is unusual because it does not utilize military strength to wield its authority. Instead, it uses spiritual persuasion and management of trade routes to develop and retain control of power. The principles of the kingdom is seniority, symmetry, and oneness of all composition with the maker. Shukwu Oriki. Neri evolved to a refuge for runaway slaves, outcast. They were all welcomed and everyone was treated equally. Although they were not authorized to dine with the freeborn villagers. This achieved multiple wars and converts. The Nuri people are highly innovative and invented their way of nearly everything, including time. The Nuri priests were knowledgeable in the movement of celestial bodies, which allowed them to calculate the Nuri months accurately. A British governess anthropologist, Norco Thomas, 1910, documented the Nuri names between the each Nuller period and finding directions during long travels. In the Igbo calendar, a week has four days, 
a month is consisted of seven weeks, and thirteen months make a year, and it is added, and it is added to the last month of each year. The calendar is still used presently, and is what the Igbo people in villages use especially in deciding market days. Ike, Alor, Nigau, and Oye. The kingdom has gained commitment and development not by power, but via transmission, by ritual of swearing. A palm frond called Umu, frankly associated with the restraint, is an essential oath for Nuri and is thought of a sacred symbol and is used in many spiritual and religious functions. Outlining back to Iri and his influence as the originator of all Igbo. The primary faith amongst Igbo people is Odinani. Odinoni directs to the spiritual opinion that Chukwu is the all-powerful god and that he's sent Iri down as a supernatural being to assemble the Igbo. Now, Chukwu decides in great spirit and is believed that he is ultimately the creator of all universes and ultimately constructed earth and everything on it. Odinani gods believe the universe has four distinguishable parts, creation, supernatural deities, spirits, and the world. Beyond Odinani, multiple evils have converted to Christianity since the 19th century. In 1857, European colonization contacted Nigeria and missionaries, Christian missionaries, were skilled to persuade some Igbos to convert the religion by constructing churches and Christian schools to teach the Igbo youth Christian values. Though Christianity is not the dominant religion amongst Igbo communities, the Igbo have converted to Christianity within any other ethnic group in Africa. In addition to Christianity, some Igbos practice Judaism. They believe they are descendants of Jacob, the lost tribe of Israel. The Nuri Kingdom has regained the currency Manila. Manilas are armaments constructed from copper, bronze, and gold, and are even molded and even molded in their system of banking and savings called Izusu, and is still in practice today. Their economy was exemplary due to trades with agriculture and excellent hunters. Nuri and his settlements were multinational markets for the palm oil transaction. They are admirably uh, experienced in arts, famous for their bronze works. Some of the discovery works in Ibo Ugu, Anabra State, are dated back to as far as 19th century. These discoveries are a reminder of the Middle Ages civilizations. British colonialism and its source of apostles were the primary reason for the decline of the kingdom. The missionaries, through their education, insinuated European ideology into the Igbo society. Christianity was first rejected by the Igbos, but, Europe, but many locals converted to Christianity. One Christianity they were prevented from partaking in the rituals usually associated with the kingdom. As Christianity expanded stronger and stronger, 
traditional values broke down, certain cultural traditions began to be erased, a more British culture incorporated in the culture of the Nuri people. The British or different uh, European states have a frigid association with the kingdom mostly because of its highly spiritual character and uncompromising perspective against slavery. Many slaves were primarily adopted by the uh, Aro Confederacy in the Biafra or Ebolands have been referred to by the British slavers as revolutionary and having a heightened rate of suicides and flee endeavors to flee slavery. In 1911, the British um, battalions eventually contacted the 15th century Easy Nari and um, he was dethroned. The Easy Nari relinquished his um, authorial, uh, ritual authority and left the kingdom in dread of a, of a genocide. Although another Easy Nari was later given authority and traditions were brought back, it was never the same. It's a miracle since the British could not prevail in taking all of Nuri's history. Its culture and customs and history are trying to be taught more in Nigerian schools, so no one has to lose their heritage. This is all for episode 1. If you guys want to know my sources, email me at rakibadu.com to get information on it. This is all for episode uh, 3. This is, this is Nigerian History Rokib, and I'll follow up with you guys next Wednesday. Before we end, don't forget to stay curious.